Gary Bryan. This is Gary, isn't it? What's your name? Gary Bryan. State your name for the record. Gary Bryan. What were they thinking? All right. So, uh, yeah, biopics. That was kind of interesting. But yep. most, you know, it feels so old, doesn't it? When yeah. you, you start talking about like. Well, because they're about the biopics are usually of people who are dead. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Very few are still alive that have a biopic. And by the way, death will really age you very quickly. <laughs> That's what they say. Even if Except you moisturize. Except for Meryl Streep, death becomes her. Oh, is that her I movie? I love that movie. <laughs> yes. I was so happy when Cindy Lauper said that movie. I was like, oh my gosh, someone else knows that movie. <laughs> I remember, kind of remember that movie, but is that movie where they were like had holes in them and yes. stuff? And, yes. And don't they fall apart at yes. the end? That is yes. like, nobody ever knows what I'm talking about when yeah. I talk about that movie. <laughs> it was a really good movie. It's so Death funny. Becomes Her. Yes. Who else? Was, was Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker in there? I believe she was, and, wasn't she? Uh, I, I know wasn't she in every Cher? movie back was then? Was Cher in it? I'm gonna. I think share. Check it out right now. I I, I, I remember share. I think death becomes her. I could. Swear. Well, you're thinking of witches of Eastwick, maybe. Mm, death becomes her. I know Meryl Streep. It was like uh, all those movies. It's Goldie had... Hawn and Meryl Streep. Yes, Goldie Hawn, Goldie Hawn mm-hmm. not Cher. Correct. Yeah, witches of Eastwick is the one we're thinking. Yes, of. yes, but Goldie Hawn. I remember. And Bruce Willis is the one that puts right. them back together over and over. They were yeah. the biggest movie stars back then. The biggest. The biggest. You Do you know? guys remember this, the Banger Sisters? Of course, with I Goldie love Hawn. That movie. Are you kidding yeah. me? That was that was uh, a book I thought. Oh, maybe it was. I I just I remember having no. It was a movie, too. but I thought it was a book. Also, it no. might yeah. have been based yeah. off. They of were the groupies, Russia. but they that was uh, what's her name? Susan Sarandon and Susan Goldie Saran Hawn. Yeah. and and who was in it with Goldie her? Hawn? Goldie Hawn. They were yeah. Susan played yeah. Susan Sarandon's character was like the stuck up like I'm a mom now. Who didn't have a huge crush on Goldie Hawn? What red-blooded all-American male? How, how about I'm not a red-blooded all-American male, and I had a huge crush on Goldie Hawn. You're very I, close. I, I love Goldie Hawn. I love Goldie Hawn. To yeah. this day, I love Goldie Hawn. And by the way, meeting her daughter was tough, because it's like, now I don't know. Do I have more of a crush on you or your mother? Because <laughs> They look almost alike. They do. Look they alike. do. Very cute. I saw Goldie Hawn one time. I think I told you about this. I was sitting in New York in a little Italian restaurant that was a little hole in the wall with a friend of mine named Herbie Rosen, who was an all-time record guy in New York. And Herbie goes, look at the blonde coming in here. And I look up at this massive blonde hair, and I went, holy crap, that's Goldie Hawn. And I turn around and look at the back, and it was a very small place. And Kurt Russell had been sitting there the whole time. Didn't even notice him. Well, yeah. how could you? Yeah. <laughs> but, but they were obviously very, uh, very much. Uh, and still yeah. very much in love. But you know, and I not had a, married all these years. I had a friend. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I had a friend, uh, uh, Loretta Milana, who you met uh-huh. years ago, yep. who used to be the Paramount Records, uh, Paramount Pictures rep in New York. And she would take all the celebrities around to the talk shows when they came to New York to, you know, today's show. She was show a handler. Them. Right. She was a celebrity handler. And uh, she said, the one, the the biggest hound was Kurt Russell. It, like wherever they went in Manhattan, he was him and his hairdresser were checking out the women. It was like, hey, check that one out, man. Nice, nice, uh, you know, rear end on that one or whatever. And she said, you know what? It was kind of refreshing to have these real guys just being guys in the car with. Couldn't her. do that today. No, well, you can't. You could never do it where you could have a recording device. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't do <laughs> yeah. it today. Yeah, because then it goes everywhere. Just like Cindy Lauper's picture with a stripper that she denies. Well, she has a different memory of that picture than oh, we do. Oh, she's spinning it, yeah. 
But that picture, you saw it, and I was there. I saw what she did. Well, you I saw, saw it live. I saw her do it. I saw the actual picture in the newspaper, in the Inquirer. What cracked me up, though, is that the listeners that were on the boat were taking pictures of her with a male stripper and sold them to the Inquirer. That's Smart. right. Yeah. That's New York. What are you going to do? I think that would happen in any city. You think so? Yes. Anytime you see Cindy Lauper straddling someone that's not her husband, yeah. <laughs> but I he think. was right there, by the way, at the time. It was, well, he wasn't her husband at the time. He was her boyfriend. Well, This he, is before she got married. That sealed the deal, apparently. It was the wrestler guy, the guy that managed all the wrestlers. Yeah. They're still I, married. Lou, right? Is that his name? No. Her husband? No. No? No, you're thinking about Lou Albano. Oh, yeah, you're the right. The guy that was a wrestler. But this is a guy named Dick, and <laughs> and but now she's married to another guy. So this is a long time ago. This is 1989. Oh, this is her second husband? I, I Like I said, I don't think she was ever married to this guy. He was a boyfriend. Oh. Here, okay. let me look it up here. I wish I could find that picture of her on that boat. <laughs> it's... Yeah, wouldn't that be great? Oh, yeah. I can, I'll show you where, how to find it. Yeah. Wait. Well, let's do find it because, uh, okay, so... Yeah, she was uh, David Thornton. Yes, that's, he, that's she the guy. Married, but right? she married him in '91. Okay, right. she was with him, and then she married yes, him in '91. Right. Okay, that's him. But he didn't mind. Uh, Apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently you know? not. I'll tell you who was freaked out on that boat was because uh, we had Cindy and we had um, the guy that did Addicted to Love. Come on, Robert, Robert Palmer. Palmer. Robert Palmer came on that boat and he was wearing a wetsuit, honestly. Wearing a wetsuit. It was weird. This is just That's, how he. Yes. Yeah, you remember weird. the movie Notting Hill? Yes. Where, where the guy puts on the wetsuit? That's what that's what Robert Palmer looked like that night, <laughs> except he had a black wetsuit on. Not a, I think the guy in Notting Hill had a red red one on. But anyway, so, uh, or maybe he didn't. But <laughs> Robert Palmer was freaked out on that boat. He was deathly afraid that that boat was going to sink. And it was just a. Well, you this, had a lot of people on there, right? It was a huge party boat. They do it all the time. And it goes, I mean, it held like 500 people. And wow. it just circles around Manhattan. Goes up, goes down the East River. I've goes been out, on that boat. Right? Not it's, at that time, but. It's called the Spirit of New York. Oh. Yes. And that was a great promotion. We should do one like that. Don't you think we should to do Catalina a, Island? A women, a ladies only party. Yes, great. Crystal, great idea. <laughs> no, but seriously, ferry them out there, get the ballroom in Catalina, do a ladies only party, and ferry them back. That's a great idea. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. 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 Okay, we have spoken. It'll never be done, but <laughs> we <laughs> be, tried. Because everybody's going, ah, oh, it's not on the grid. <laughs> um, They'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So we'll we'll do something with that. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. The Vanilla Ice story is weird to me, that he's worth that's like crazy. $9 million. I think he owns a lot of real estate, and I think that's where a lot of that money comes from. Pr- probably invested that money, you're probably that's, right. That's what I think. He's smart. Yeah. <laughs> Smarter than he seemed. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he was, when he was out and that, uh, and that, uh, with that single, Ice Ice Baby, and I was on the air in New York at that time, and he called me at the house. And he goes, dude, do me a favor. Do not mention my real name on the air. Oh, really? Robert Van Winkle. Yeah, why didn't he want that? Because it sounded too uncool, too white. And a record guy gave him my home number. And he literally called me at the house in Chappaqua. Who does that? Robert Van Winkle. (laughs) But, you know, it just goes to show you that what you want to do in life is write something, a song, a book, a movie, forever. a TV show. And the thing that it does is that it keeps paying you. 
so that you you're sitting in your living room and doing nothing and checks show up. Right. Yeah. You have to own the publishing for that to happen, right? Yeah. You own the publishing on the song. Right. You own the rights to the movie, the rights to the book, you write the rights to the yep. TV show, and you keep getting checks. Like these young bands, you know where they make their money? It's not really on a sale of the music anymore. They, uh, to people, they sell it to TV and movies. Ah, yeah, yep. To use on the soundtrack, and that's, they're always trying to place movie on soundtrack, uh, music on soundtrack. Yep, yep, yep. Because that's how they that's how they make their dough. Because the streaming doesn't even pay them that much. No, nope, it doesn't pay them that much. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Taylor Swift kind of brought that up when she took her music off Spotify and was like, right, yeah. pay independent artists more. Yeah, it's, it is weird. Somebody was telling me somebody had an idea to like try to break artists and music, you know, set up something. And I said, you know, dude, it's like so hard anymore to make money on music. I don't know how they're doing it, other than the downloads. They must get paid, right? Yeah, but nobody downloads. They stream now. They right. pay. A, they pay a well, subscription. Well, how do you? So how do you make your money? It's concerts. It's ah. concerts and merchandise. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And placing your music in movies. Yep. Like these guys, like Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky. Yeah. You know how many movies that's been in? Tons. It's tons of movies. That's another great music topic. Speaking of Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby's in 13 going on 30, that's like one of the most iconic things I can see. It's like when the hockey that's player. That's remember. He like starts stripping to it. <laughs> that's a, you know what? That's a great topic. That's what? A gr- like, like songs that you've seen in movies. Yeah. The most played songs in movies. Or like a famous scene you can think of that has your favorite song or something like right, that. Right, right. Because, I mean, there's a there's a ton of them in there, and it's not all old stuff. No. Like Spirit in the Sky, a lot of it is like, or Walking on Sunshine, they say, has Walking been in like 30 movies. Um, yeah. You Make My Dreams. Uh, yes. Uh, what was the movie with... Um, it, 500 Days of Summer? Yes. Yeah. That, it's really big in it that movie. that song back like right. right. And also, Netflix, I've realized they're kind of bringing back the 80s songs in these rom-coms that they're making on Netflix. Like right. All the Boys I've Loved Before right. and uh, The Kissing Booth. They have like kind of, some of them are like new hip tracks and some of them are like old, oldie, like not oldies, but Yeah, and I 80s. forgot I forgot to mention this this morning, but it, uh, I kind of played a part in bringing back Bohemian Rhapsody because when Bohemian Rhapsody first came out, in 1976, it peaked at number 40 on the chart. Practically oh, nobody wow. nobody played it in top 40. It was too weird. So, and I think you'll see that in the in the movie, right? So, flash forward 1991, 15 years later, Wayne's World comes out, and I went to see it. I was on Z100 in New York doing the morning show. I went to see it, and the next day, and I, you know that had that headbanging scene. Right. The next day, I came into this, to work, and I said, "Dude, we got to play this record. That is the, like one of the greatest scenes." We put it on the air. We play it. Our boss calls up, and his name was Steve Kingston. And and Steve liked to sound like Scott Shannon. He did. A, he Here did, you go. Here's yeah. Cindy Lauper yeah. straddling the stripper. You got it. You oh bet my I gosh. Did. That's you my. You bet that, I did. Oh, I want to see that in a minute. This is let me, the national. Let me finish Sorry. his story. So, Kingston calls up. and He goes. Did I just hear a 15-year-old Queen record on Z100 in New York? I said, yeah, dude. You got it. Have you seen Wayne's World? He goes, no. I said, go see it. And I hung up on him, right? So a week later, that song was in what we call a power rotation. It was being played every hour and 45 minutes. And it went to number 10 on the charts in 1991, charted in the top 10 when it only charted at number 40 when it first came out. And it's never wow. gone away since. And it's never gone yep. away since. That movie 
you know, it was going to happen anyway, but I was like the first to come on the air and play that after seeing Yeah, I heard Rami say that they were trying to make this movie for 20 years. Yeah. And how long has he been dead? Like 30? When did Freddie Mercury die? He must have died. Let me think about it. I saw him in 1979. I would say he died in 84 or 85. No, 87 maybe he died. It was in the 80s. I would say 87. Let me see here. Just a side, I think 30 years ago. Side note, he is definitely carrying her in this oh, picture. Oh, you're looking at the 1991, Lava. he died. Oh, wow, really? Wow. Yeah. All right, so still he had a lingering, thir- lingering death for maids. Almost but, 30 years. Yeah. All right, oh, let my... me take a look at this picture. Yes, that's... look at this. Oh, All please. Right. She she just has a different memory. <laughs> oh, she's BSing you. That's what she's doing. Whatever. <laughs> I, should I send that to her? Say, remember this? Uh... <laughs> Oh, my God, he's got his hands on her butt. I forgot about that. I didn't. I said to her in the interview, you mean the one where you were straddling the guy? And she's like, no, I just went down low. There's one picture, yeah, where she's down low. The other one, the she's... The one is down low. The other one, she... she dumped, I remember her, her jumping up on him, and I'm going, what oh, the hell just happened here? Yep, there it is. I told you I'd find it. We should... <laughs> Put this on social media. <laughs> she might get mad. Really yeah, mad. Don't, don't do it to Cindy. Yeah, we'll just true. talk about it on podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There it is. She's too much, man. She oh is gosh, too much, funny. right? You know what I love about her? She's just so uh, Queens. Just so down to earth. Just she so is real. So Queens, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yep. is this like my friend Loretta Milana? She's from Queens. There you and have it. Very much like that. Uh, here's another great topic that I think we're going to bring up next week. You know how every wedding they go, if anyone objects to these two being yeah. joined, yeah. has anybody ever objected? Oh, I, I would love that. I joked that I was going to object right? from these like two old, they're not really my friends anymore because she's she didn't let him be my friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I was really? like, I'm going to show up and object. I did not. They are married happily. I would not actually. What were you going to object about? I was just going to do it just to cause a scene, oh, not actually just to, object. Just as a gag? <laughs> yeah. Just to be a jokester. But I hardly talked to that group of friends, and my ex would have been there. It would have been really funny. Like, if I would have done it, it would have been like, what? Because <laughs> I wasn't even invited to the wedding. So. <laughs> that's, that's not the time you want to play a prank, though. I know you're a prankster. Well, no, this prank, because <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of resentful of them, so oh. it would it would have been a vengeful prank, not what are, a funny What are we resenting? Prank. Um, Well... He used to be my best friend, and she pretty much just was like, "No, you can either be best, you can be close with her, or you can be my girlfriend or my oh, boyfriend." She that was jealous. Yeah. Oh, Slash, I, I don't know what was going on with him. So. A little nervous. Oh, I see. Yeah. So uh, yeah. here's one, and I got a whole list of things here. It's on a website called uh, Quora, but uh, <laughs> the bride caught the groom cheating through his texts. So at the altar. When somebody uh, said, does anyone object? She said, yes. And she read his cheating texts. Out loud? Ooh. <laughs> yep. Now, that's pretty... That's, that's pretty, pretty bad. That's pretty bad to go all the way through everything. That's awful. Um, the cheating groom, the disgruntled mother who got up and objected. Oui. They wheeled the mother in in a wheelchair and she objected to the wedding. Oh, God. Oh, geez. I'd be like, wheel her out now. Didn't, <laughs> didn't your dad object to your wedding? No, but, he, but not not out loud. No, he no. I said he said if you're miserable, I know a good divorce lawyer. As we were walking down the aisle, who didn't he offer you money or something? Yes, he offered me the uh, price of a house to not get married. So he did kind of object. He did try. Yeah. He knew. He knew. He knew before you knew. Yeah, he yeah. knew. 
Yeah. Parents do know. Well, you know, it was he was also on going getting ready to go on his fourth, so <laughs> he knows a bad marriage when he yeah. sees one. He sure does. <laughs> well, that's true. He is the expert. Uh, yeah, I could I could pick out all my daughter's uh, husbands, but they're not going to let me do that, obviously. But uh, <laughs> they're going to go, what do you know, Dad? You married Mom. Come on. <laughs> no. Somebody texted in, who gives, a sh- who gives a crap who invented the toilet? Well, guess what, buddy? I do. <laughs> all right? And on that note, (laughs) we'll we'll see you Monday.